This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the show. In fact, a very special edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And this is normally a program where you call in, you ask questions. We will still take your calls, especially if you have any questions for our guests. But this is the day, one time a year, where we celebrate our graduating seniors. They have two more days left in their high school career, and then they're adults. (laughs) <laughs> and we'd love to have any comments or questions if you have them. Our phone numbers are 340-9585. That's 340-9585. If you live outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. Numerically, that's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app and send them that way. If you're driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Um, Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen and you will be connected directly to our studio producer. A quick programming note, tomorrow Paula will be live in studio with me on the date day edition of the program. So ladies, that's your day. Any questions or if you need any encouragement, she would be the one to ask. Seniors, you've been hanging out with me all day. (laughs) This is the day that Paul and I and Pastor Will and Natasha take the the graduates or the graduating seniors to lunch. And um, every time I get the chance to spend more time with them, uh, I find out just how special they really are. So we're going to open today by asking you guys to introduce yourselves. What I'd like you to do is give your full name, how old you are, and how long you've been coming to Calvary Chapel Christian Academy. Kim, you'll start. Okay. <laughs> There's okay. nothing funny about this part. Okay. Hi, my name is Kimberly, and um, I'm 17, and I've been here for two years. Hi, my name is Kira Hayek. I'm 17, and I've been here for six years. My name is Daniel Gonzalez. I'm 17, and I've been here for nine years. Nine years. Oof. Hi, my name is Solomon Dominguez. I'm 18 years old, and I've been coming to Calvary Chapel for about six years now. Hi, my name is Erica Ballesteros. I'm 17, and I've been coming to the school for a full 13 years. (laughs) And the church pretty much your whole life. (laughs) Hi, my name is Aubrey Hain. I'm 17 years old, and I've been coming here since kindergarten as well, so for 13 years. Hi, my name is Getzalia Lavez. I'm 18 years old, and I've been attending Calvary Chapel Christian Academy for about six years now. 
Hello, my name is Michaela Shank, and I'm 17 years old, and I've been coming to Calvary Chapel since uh, for 13 years. Hello, <clears throat> my name is Matthew Brandon Jancic. I am 17 years old, and I've been coming to Calvary Chapel for three years. Okay, well, you've got the microphone over there. Michaela, I want to direct a question to you. Your dad is the principal of the school. Good thing or bad thing? No comment. <laughs> um, it's it's bittersweet in a sense. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Come on, you can. Okay. Um, the okay. So I see him like every day, which is like kind of nice and all, like how like Erica gets to see her mom and everything like that and um, yeah I just like seeing him every day so it's kind of nice seeing okay okay I see we got a caller on the phone so let's go to this phone call and then we'll come back to you guys from Bernie Texas on line one Renee is calling Renee thanks for calling you're on the air I just wanted to thank you you know I've been calling you since 2012 Remember I told you that those children wouldn't leave me alone? I just wanted yes. to wish you a very happy, happy birthday. And you know, Pastor Ron, you and Paula, you got me deep into the Word. And you know, every day with Jesus, it's just a journey. And Pastor Ron, I love him so much. And people think I'm pretty. But you know, Pastor Ron, the only thing I want to do is I want to save the lost. And my passion is for Jesus Christ. I love him so much, and I want to be a pest. I want to be a minister. I get Apostle Paul. I was crucified with Christ, not I, but Jesus Christ lives in me. I live for Jesus Christ. I love him so much, Pastor Ron. You know, Pastor Ron, I hate when they say, you know, when they I feel so sorry for you. You got no dad. You got no mom. You got no family. No, you don't understand. I have the Father Abba who raised me. I have the Savior mm-hmm. Jesus Christ who died in my place. And I have the Holy Spirit wisdom. Pastor Ron, I've been the Holy Spirit anointed since I was 54 years old. And I didn't get it until I was 59. I'm 59 this year. And you know what? I feel like I'm 35. Bless your heart, Renee. Thank you. I appreciate the call very, very much. And Renee, I do remember your first phone call. So uh, you have come a long way since that first call to the program. Thank you, Renee. God bless you. Uh, let me ask you each a question, okay? Here's, here's something to think about, and let's start with student body president. That's you, Erica. What one question, one question do you have for God? Mm. Hold on, give me a second. It's kind of a question, but it's also kind of like thank you, too. It's, mm-hmm. um... Why did you give me such a wonderful family? Um, who And why did you speak to their hearts to move here? Because we lived in California, and I'm so happy that we actually moved here. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Already. Yay. <laughs> it took us three minutes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that would oh, be God. mine. But, because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be here. You, you know, it's interesting to me. Now, I've known you pretty much your whole life. It's interesting to me that that would be a question to ask him as though you didn't deserve a godly family. 
God sets the lonely in families, and what he does in the power of his spirit is, is just sets those families on a path, and we all start walking together with the Lord. Kitsali, what about you? Um, it would probably be like, um, after everything that I've done, uh, how, how could you still love me kind of thing? Cause you know, like we all make mistakes and we all sin, but he still loves us anyway. And it's just like, wow, after everything, you're still there for me. So, okay. and, and now that, that, you know, he loved you even when you didn't love mm-hmm. him, Makes the question even more important, huh? Yeah. Praise the Lord. How about you, Matthew? Um, <clears throat> dead, dead air, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was going to ask him one question, I'd ask him if I could ask more. Because... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um... One question isn't enough to ask him. I'd have to ask him all the questions. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't choose one. Okay. Solomon. Uh, I'd ask him what's taking so long. You know. <laughs> <laughs> to come back? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to me that we uh, we know in part. Paul says to the Corinthians now, but then we'll know fully as we are known by God. So pretty much we won't have any questions when we stand before him. Daniel, what about you? Well, I'd ask a similar question. Like, why are you giving us so many chances? Like, us as a collective, we've been given so many chances, and we've been here so for so long, like, relatively. So I was just, yeah, why, why are we still forgiven? Infinite grace. I love that. Kira? Okay, well, uh, not to, like, depress anyone or anything, but I think a question that I find myself asking a lot is, like, why? Why do certain things happen to people? Why do, um, why are people put through certain things even when they're relatively good people, you know? Um, and that's a question I've found myself asking a lot over the years. Okay, Kim, would you answer her question? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. What question would you ask? I'd ask, um, like, why I'm here, like... What does he want me to do with the rest of my life? I'd ask that. Oops, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's all I had. That's all I'd ask, I think. Okay. Aubrey? Um, I think I'd ask, why did he create us? I mean, because he's God, so he doesn't really need, like, human beings. Because we're not, like, we're going to die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But, but you see, but you see, we're never going to die if we're oh, born again. True, yeah. yeah. And he created us just because he enjoys us. Isn't that, that's an amazing thing. Now, you, this is an, a remarkable senior class. You all get along so well. But but God, <laughs> God gets along well, pretty well. <laughs> but but see, God God loves everybody and enjoys everybody, and he wants to have a relationship with everybody and. I think, uh, Kim, that's one of the questions, or one of the answers to your question is we're here to tell people about the treasure that we have in Jesus Christ. As long as you do that, he'll lead and guide your steps. Michaela? Um, my question would be, like, why, why did God put me in this school, you know, since I've been here for 13 years? Like, I don't know, I've never experienced anything else 
and I've been in the church for forever, going to study after study. So I just ask him, like, why did he put me in this place out of every, like, like not being anywhere else in the world? So that's it. There's a Bible passage I'll, I'll refer you to. It's Acts chapter 17. And you read Acts chapter 17, and he'll answer that question for you. Let me ask another one. Now, you, you guys, graduates of 2020, have, beyond question, the craziest senior year <laughs> in the world. I mean, nothing has ever happened like we're going through now. And it's really affected uh, your, your senior year. You know, you, you plan and you have dreams and you have hopes. And, and then something like this comes along and shakes everything up. What's, um, what's the best thing and maybe the most difficult thing uh, that you've had to deal with with the distance learning and all of the other stuff that we've had? And, and basically being robbed of the last two and a half months of your senior year. Who wants to start? Danny? Yes. I think uh, the best thing that's happened is um, every year we have a senior play, and I think this year we got to record it, so we had multiple takes and stuff. <laughs> and I think it was, I think it turned out really good. It's turning out good. And, and if I understand correctly, we're going to show that Friday to the schools, at least to the upper grades. Uh, here at the church, and uh, Daniel is giving me a face because he's the one who's got to finish all the editing <laughs> in the next couple of days. Kira, what about you? Um, I don't know. I would say that the best part, I mean, for me personally, just being able to be home with my family because before that, I mean, with our senior year, everything is just so, like, go, go, go all the time. So I think being able to be home with my little brother and my mom just kind of, like, strengthened our relationship a little bit. Um but the hardest part for me definitely was just I didn't, you know, like you take things for granted so much. You don't realize how much you miss school. You're like, oh, I just I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go home. I want to go to sleep. But then like you leave and you're like, wow, I really miss my class. So that was probably the hardest part for me was thinking like we're never going to be in that setting again, you know, in the way that it used to be. So Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way about church and school at this point. You know, it's ready to, to go out. Solomon, what about you? Yeah, mine's similar to Kira's. Uh, probably the best thing that's happened to me was uh, being able to spend more time with my siblings, uh, Hannah and Leah. Those are my younger twins. Uh, I don't know if you guys are listening, but hi. Um, <laughs> I'll bet they are. <laughs> no, it's just been really cool waking up every morning, um, uh, seeing them already have a head start on their homework, and we just kind of hang out throughout the day uh, and wait for my little brother to wake up. Um, that's been a real blessing, just hanging out with them. Um, the worst thing was probably been my sleep schedule. Uh, going to bed really late, waking up in the morning, you know, closer to like 1 o'clock in the morning. But that's been the worst part. Ooh. Erica? Uh, well, I'm going to start with my worst. Definitely by far the worst is since we are home and when you're bored, what do you do but eat? <laughs> <laughs> that was the hardest thing for me weirdly um but by far my favorite thing that actually came out of this pandemic was when i actually got to see my class after i don't know how many months it was amazing like i never thought no offense to you guys but i never thought i'd miss you guys so much <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh aubrey um i think the worst thing, I'll do that first too. The worst thing was like missing out because, like, on like our last few months of senior year, 
like we all had this like idea in mind or at least me that I think everyone had like we were going to walk the stage and we still are and it's back to normal like it kind of got better now but it's just not exactly the same and what we had in mind but I mean it all still worked out and we're all still together right now um and I think the best thing is we just got like extra time to do things that I wouldn't normally be able to do like during school like I got to work out more and I got to hang out with my family more so just more time to do things like with my family okay good selling uh the best thing has got to be like what everyone's been saying spending more time with my family um we have a lot of your family's crazy (laughs) they are crazy i I love them with all my heart but they're nuts (laughs) (laughs) there's so many of us it runs in the genes we're all very loud but um no yeah just spending more time with my mom my dad and jasmine um our days are usually busy and always packed doing schoolwork or coming home from work late um so being able to spend more time with them seeing them even if we're doing school the entire day the worst part has probably got to be not being able to make more memories with a cl- the class all together um not being able to have more laughters together which we get pretty loud after a while but that's okay but yeah okay cool Michaela. basically what everybody else has been saying like just having more time with our families because before then I had so many things to do like I was in a bunch of clubs um it was senior year I was on the worship like I was on worship team so I had a I was doing worship a lot and serving and it was just it was all good and everything like that but it was just so much time was taken out of the day and just this whole thing that's happened like I can hang t- hang out with my family more especially levi he um (laughs) he's really getting under my skin lately (laughs) um um, and the worst thing would probably be what katsali was saying like we missed out on a bunch of memories like we don't have we never had we only had like one field trip or maybe two field trips um we never like got to experience like the last week together in school like just I guess, well, I mean, I don't want to sound sappy, but just, like, crying over, like, one another and, like, saying, like, like knowing that this was the end. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm still happy that we still have graduation and we get to do all of this, mm-hmm. which I'm thankful for. So. General consensus, I've got two more to ask, but general consensus, was the distant learning part of the, the, the education harder or easier than easier. being here in school? Yeah. Easier? It was it was easy with more work. Yes. It was easy with more work. Okay. Matthew? Um, I would say the best part is definitely, like we've all been saying, uh, getting to spend more time with our families. Um, spending more time with your families is good. And also when you're, like, getting ready to you know, become like a more or less uh, more responsible person. Uh, it's a good idea to like spend time with your family, I guess. Um, the, the worst part, yeah, the worst part for me was not getting to see my people every day. <laughs> I like seeing my people, like regardless if a few of them drive me crazy. 
But, like, your people are your people, and you need your people to feel better. So, Thank you, Matthew. Kimberly? I think what was really nice about it is that me and my mom got really close. Oh, my gosh. I feel bad. I'm going to cry. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. Um, Because, oh, gosh. Okay. Like... Oh Paula cries every program. Every it's okay. Um, like she's my home screen right now, and like we talk all the time, and like I just know how much she loves me now because you know we're like always talking stuff. Um, so that was really nice. Um, and then like what was really bad about it was like not seeing everybody. Like it was kind of like I think I feel like um, I just really appreciate them now. So it's yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say. We're going to have to get you some Kleenex before yeah. the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you have any questions for any of the seniors, 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Let's talk before the break about your plans. What comes next? Let's start at the end with Matthew. Um, plans. Well, uh, I mean, I'm hoping to go to college for at least, at least at least a little while um and you know where you're going yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hopefully go to tlu because um so so far it's looking pretty positive um yeah i'm gonna go and take a uh applied phys- applied physics course because I like building stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically that's basically building stuff. We got some other graduates of our school in the recent years doing applied physics route, and so there'll be a lot of comfort. Michaela. So I'm actually not going to college, so that's fun. So um, what are you no plans? more essays, yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. Go- um, Pastor Juan and Professor Ed are going to be my teachers, teaching me a bunch about photography and learning more about that uh, field. And that's what I have right now. So. Good. That's great. And that's still education. It's different. Kitsali? Um I'm going to be going to Texas Lutheran University, majoring in biology to hopefully become a doctor. Good so, for you. Thank you. Good for you. Aubrey? Um, I'm going to go to Northeast Lakeview Community College um, and then probably transfer to a university. I don't really know which one yet, but I know my two-year plan so far. Good. Erica. (laughs) Uh, I, too, am going to Texas Lutheran University. Go Bulldogs. Um, I am going for a bachelor's in business and a master's in accounting. Solomon? Yes, hopefully this fall I'll be attending uh, Texas A&M San Antonio to pursue um, a career in water resource sciences. That's the course I'll be taking, um, and if everything pans out, that's where I'll be next fall. Yeah, we got a chance to talk about that a little bit on the way out to lunch today, and, and that was fascinating to me. I, I don't know anybody who's done that. I think that's awesome. Thank Very you. good. Daniel? I plan to eventually go to college, um, but... I don't really have. I didn't really have a way to do it this spring, so I'm either going to be working or possibly joining the military, Air Force, and to, letting them pay for your education. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, and there's a lot of other other positives to Good. doing that. Good, Kira. 
Well, uh, my plan is to attend Lakeview with Aubrey until uh, probably next spring. And then I'm going to transfer uh, hopefully to a school in New York for to um, major in musical theater. Okay. And and for the audience out there, she's an unbelievable actress. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm thinking about a second career as your agent. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that, yes. Kimberly? Um, I'm going to Texas uh, Lutheran University with um, Kim, I mean, with Erica, Kitali, <laughs> and Matthew. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to do something with business, but I, th- I also like math, so I'm trying to do accounting, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. You know, it's interesting, and in, in the audience, I'm sure they've picked up the... The, the direction that we're going to TOU, um, we've had some uh, a, a significant number of our graduates uh, go to TOU. They've reached out to our school. They like the kids that they're getting. They like the, the, the intellect that they're getting. And uh, they've made it really, really attractive for our students. And so I think it's great, especially because we get to keep you around home for a while. We love that part of it, too. Okay, we're inside one minute. So, Michaela, you. This will be the last one for this app. What is your single happiest memory of your time at Calvary Christian Academy? Uh, <laughs> you can put that in a minute. Um, Okay, you can, <laughs> you can, you, the music saved you. You can think about it over the break, and then we'll talk about all of that with you guys. Hey, you're listening to a special edition of the Word to Stand In for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. We'll see you in two minutes. If you have questions about the Bible, you can send them to Pastor Ron, and he'll answer them on the air or reply directly to you. Email your questions to Pastor Ron KSLR at gmail.com. That's Pastor Ron KSLR at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the program. We have 30 minutes left with our seniors who will be graduating tomorrow night. We've got a call waiting on line one. Leah from San Antonio. Leah, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Hi. Um... So I have a question for the students that haven't been going to the school since kindergarten. Um, but okay. what was it like transitioning to from like a public school or homeschooling to a small private Christian school? Okay, who is going, Kimberly? It was pretty nice. That's why I think I, um, God put me here like um, later because I can really appreciate them, like the atmosphere and the teachers, and like everybody holds each other accountable, and it's really nice. Like. We can't say anything. We can't even, we can't say, well, I'm not going to say it, but like, <laughs> um, like we can't say any like bad words or Christian bad words or like, you know, um, or like, like everybody has so much respect for the teachers and for each other that we don't say anything bad about each other and that there's just like a real fellowship and it's really nice. Um, 
Yeah, and there's no bad influences either. Was it a difficult adjustment coming from... Did you come from homeschool or, or public school? Um, public school. And, but I also and, did homeschool for a year. But Okay, so you, so you have lots of people in one school and you come here and... Yeah, but I've always really liked small school, so it wasn't really that bad. Good. But it was really easy. Like, everybody knew my name, and it was like that, like super quick. Um, but I didn't know their names, but they knew mine, so that was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that okay, who's, was nice. Who's the next shortest? Uh, in Matthew. Terms of, Matthew, what about you? Um, well, coming from homeschool, it was just fun to be able to, uh, go to school. Going to school was something that I had always, like, thought about before, and it was, like, a fun experience. It was definitely, like, kind of hard at first, because it was something I had to get used to. But after I figured it out, it was just like, oh, okay, like, having a set agenda for the day. It was nice. Okay, for those of you who came from other places, and we got Kira at six years, I think Daniel at six years, nine years. Um, you were six years. Okay, for, for you two, um, did, did you hate it coming at first? Was it, was it something you didn't want to do, and it was something your parents told you to do? What was your experience, Kira? Well, um, I came from being, well, I was homeschooled for three years before I came to Calvary. Um, I do remember being pretty excited at first because my brother came here, and I was like, well, he always talks so great about it. Um, the first couple years for me were not an easy transition. I had a lot going on, like, in my personal life, and I just, like, I wanted to leave, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, for a couple of years, I wanted to just transfer. But um, the like, as we kind of like matured and got older, we like our bond became so strong that I couldn't even picture myself leaving anymore. So the transition wasn't easy, but it was worth it in the end. I think. Solomon. Uh, hey, Leo. Thank you for the call. Uh, <laughs> no, coming from, uh, I actually went to my sixth grade year. I jumped around a couple of schools. I went to two schools my sixth grade year, uh, one school for the first semester and another school for the second semester. Uh, and that was kind of difficult. So I was kind of like a chameleon seventh grade year. I was ready for change, and I, I took it pretty well. Um, it was a little bit strange having classrooms cut off by partitions and <laughs> hearing about uh, another math class while I was doing a math class. Um, but I quickly adapted to it, and it was a good change. Uh, I really did like it. It was also kind of hard leaving all my friends um, that were guys at my old school and coming to a class full of girls, um, and that took a while to adapt. Um, I had Daniel for a little bit, but we didn't, believe it or not, we didn't really get close until sophomore year so it took a little bit of time to getting used to each other but once we did uh, he kind of made it easy for me so. good Lee. i hope that answers your question we've always had those i don't want to go i don't want to go but then they're typically glad that they came we have another caller from colorado linda online too linda thanks for calling you're on the air hi um i am hi. matt grandma oh <laughs> hi grandma <laughs> Hi. So I'm I'm just so wanted to tell him how proud I am of him and um, how proud I am of the class that he's in. But what I want to ask him and some of the other students, they they all sound like they're close and that they support each other in their walk. What are they going to do to keep their walk close to Jesus when they're not together anymore? What a wonderful question that is, and I'll get the answer. But let me say this to you, uh, Linda, and to anybody else listening in the audience. Um, This is a class where all nine of the graduates are believers, 
and uh, they have grown in their faith together, and uh, I have wonderful expectations. Matthew, why don't you answer your grandma? Um, I'm sorry, I kind of forgot the question. <laughs> what are you, you going to do to keep your keep your walk strong now when, once this fellowship is, is broken? Well, um, I'll probably try to find, like, another group to, like, fit into that has got, like, similar ideals and hopefully just, like, not really break, like, any, uh, not traditions, but, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? The, just, like, the basic idea, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really sure okay. how to explain that. <laughs> you, you know, most of you aren't leaving the area, so are you, you going to stay together? Stay in contact, thing. Hope so. Sure. Everybody goes to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Everybody goes to church here. So, okay, let's said. Um, let, let me ask you this because I think this is on your grandma's mind, Matthew. But let me ask all of you: uh, Are you ready for the assault that university is going to have? An all-out assault on your faith. They're going to try to make you feel stupid because you believe this stuff. Um, uh, how are you going to fight that? How are you going to stay close to Jesus? Erica, you got the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm one of the lucky ones who has a ton of people I know at TLU already who I know are saved. And any time this comes up, obviously I'll fight for Jesus. I'll fight for my faith. I'll say what I know is true. And um, I am very grateful to have a, I will have a close knit of friends there to back me up. And um, there's nothing more to say than just stand firm in what you believe. Good for you. Aubrey? (laughs) What are you going to do to to stay close? How how are you going to be sure that the the assault on your faith isn't going to take over? Um... I think because like, I'm going to community college, so I'm going to be living at home still. I can always um, go to my parents and ask them because I know like they, I trust them and they have a strong foundation. And I could always um, like call any of them up. Um, I have good friends and good family that, that I trust and that I know that they'll tell me the truth and they'll like, encourage me to do the right thing. So. Okay. Kitsali? Uh, I think because... I've grown up since like since eight. I've been, you know, I've been in the church, and um, I know the truth. And so, if people ask questions, of course I'll answer. But if people um, want to say that I'm wrong, I'll be like, uh, no. Um, but I know that I'll be still coming to the church and still be learning more about God's word. And like what Erica was saying, we'll have each other at school. It's a uh, us four, and then we have Matthew and Addie and Ella out there. <laughs> so we'll all be able to stay close together and still walk in the light. Okay, now I'm just, just throwing this out as a challenge. And whoever wants to, to jump on it, please feel free. Um, we've all had experiences with friends, other seniors who've graduated, and we've, we've watched them make bad choices sometimes in their lives and fall away a little bit. Um, why is it going to be different for you? Solomon, you want to take that? 
Why will it be? Can you repeat the question? Why will it be different for you? What's going to keep you close to Jesus? Oh, all of us. Um, I think as a class, um, we're, we're really tight-knit. Uh, a lot of the individuals here have been together since kindergarten. Um, I know for sure I'm not really going anywhere outside of San Antonio, and I'm going to keep in touch with my class. Um, I still have to. I'll, I, I do attend another church, uh, Believers Fellowship, but I still do come here for the um, the two times a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, during that thing, I always feel like I'm always being welcomed, and there's a whole lot of things going on. And I'm during that time, I can always. Uh, catch up with my class, you know, hold them accountable for what they've been doing, you know, ask them questions on how's their walk with uh, with God doing and, and whatnot. Okay. Kimberly? Um, I don't want to say I'm different because I feel, I don't want to get, like, too cocky, but I feel like I'm, like, I'm really sure that I have my own relationship with God and that, you know, like, even when I'm talking to friends or when there's disagreements about things, like, I always try to, um, like stick to my faith and so i think that's a good um practice for college okay i i would only add this that your strength doesn't come from one another you help one another but your strength comes from your personal relationship your personal closeness with jesus and one of the things that i've watched you guys grow uh together in is sort of an awareness of the reality of that relationship it's not just a Bible story or it's not just a Bible study. Um, you have learned who Jesus is. And um, listening to you laugh and tell stories and and uh, watch you eat at, at lunch today, uh, it's, it's quite evident that all of you know the Lord. And he's the one that's going to get your strength. Well, before the calls, we had a question on the table. <laughs> Yes. Experience. <laughs> and the question was, what is my favorite memory of sc- or being here at school? Well, it technically didn't happen at school, but the senior trip, obviously. Um, my favorite part was waking up at 5 in the morning. And <laughs> after I went to bed at like 1 a.m. <laughs> and going out with my dad um hunting and an hour or so later killing a deer <laughs> I got you. you got your first deer that's right that's a senior trip yes so, did, did you go to the park or what no I'm sorry oh, no. No, it was just a, a trip to the ranch where the senior trip is every year you froze at the senior trip I hear oh, yes, yes. It, was, it was ridiculously cold <laughs> so what's your uh, mine has to do with the senior trip, too. A lot of us weren't really close. Um, our class had cliques at some point, but the senior trip broke the cliques. Um, we all were able to unite together. I remember we would stay up late, and we would just talk with one another about what's happened in our lives or about anything. And I really enjoyed the fact that we were all able to laugh to like, one thirty in the morning together. <laughs> Aubrey, how about yours? Okay. Um, my favorite memory, or one of my favorites, I think, would be um, eating brownies in Mr. Scott class. <laughs> um, so basically, like, the story behind it, I think it started junior year. Um, he said that, because he picks our names out of an envelope to see who's going to pray for the class. And so if he guesses the name right, 
then we get brownies the next day. So our our, our class actually started that. Um, yes, we did. Yeah, <laughs> that be on record. We started. So yeah, and Mr. Scott, if you're listening, you still owe us brownies. <laughs> so we better get them tomorrow because that's what he promised. Erica. Okay, so mine also wasn't at school. Mine was um, our senior uh, one. One of our parties, our class parties together, where we went to Matthew's uh, grandma's house, and um, I put together that huge game for you guys. And I couldn't help but laugh at the chaos and how how it may have not gone as smoothly as I as I hoped it would, but. I couldn't help but just watch them and laugh so hard because we were epic failing at it. <laughs> and the wind was messing it all up. <laughs> hey, let me ask you another one. What's your favorite memory from being student body president? Hmm. <laughs> um, probably my favorite was... Um, my, actually, my funniest and became my favorite was I had to make sure that I got permission for everything before I went to student council and asked them questions or asked them to vote for things. So almost every day, you can ask Uncle Will, almost every day, I just walk into his office, sit down, be like, okay, our daily talk. <laughs> and, I, and yeah, it just became a daily thing where I go in there and I just start talking to him about things I want to ask him or just random things. And I end up going to his office almost every day. It was my favorite. <laughs> Let's take another phone call before we finish the idea and memories here. The rest of you can think about it. We've got John from Universal City on line one. John, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, Pastor Ron. It's actually Mr. John, just so they know who it is. (laughs) And to uh, remind them all, first of all, we're all going to miss you. And if I'm not careful, I'm going to cry. But I just want to remind all of you guys that you're not really leaving the school. Um, all your teachers, and I, I know I can speak for all of them. We're all a resource for you. Uh, if you need help with a math problem or a science problem or an English problem, um, we're always that close. And that's one of the great things about Calvary Chapel is is you never leave us behind. We're always there for you. So God bless you guys. It's been fun listening to you, and uh, we'll see you around. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you John. Mr. John. <laughs> and, and he's English and writing and... And so you've known John almost your whole school career as well. Yeah. Solomon, what about you and your memory? Uh, one of my favorite memories uh, took place during the senior trip uh, in November. It was freezing cold, and the boys had to camp outside. Um, uh, Daniel and Matthew uh, bunked with their dads, and they had these nice tents. And I made the mistake of bringing this single tent uh, that you actually had to nail down into a solid surface, but it rained the night before. So I fell asleep, and when I woke up, it was freezing cold everywhere. I was I was completely frozen. Um, Daniel was already up. I, I, as soon as I got up, the first thing he did was, he said, you're an idiot. You said it in love, though, didn't you, Daniel? Started laughing at me, and, you know, he was just getting really close to the guys, to Matt and, and Daniel, over the senior trip. That was a lot of fun. Well, one of the things the audience doesn't know about you, Solomon, is one of my favorite memories is is you have been one of the lead actors in our Christmas plays. And, and not only are you a really, really good actor, but um, you were Gabriel. And you had this white suit, and the light was shining on you every time you appeared. Yeah. I thought that was perfect. So, that was Mr. John's idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. John's idea. Thanks for that. Daniel? Uh, I'd say my favorite memory was... 
also from the senior trip. I think a lot of people would agree that, about that. Um, uh, during the senior trip, the the nights we would stay up thinking about or just talking about uh, whatever came to mind and like how close we would get talking about it and like sharing all of our opening our hearts and sharing everything. I think that's when we got really close as a class. Good. Kira, you're you're crying and you didn't even have the microphone, so I'm curious. Um this is I'm not supposed to cry until tomorrow night. Okay, so um I wasn't actually I hadn't really thought of this until Mr. John called, but um okay. My favorite memories honestly um were always in English class. Um I, I really don't know why. I mean, I guess it's just because, like, I like writing and I'm good at it. And everyone was, like, mad at me because I was, like, I would write essays in, like, one period. And they'd be like, here, write my essay for me. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. There was just something about that class. Like, right after lunch and we'd all be, like, really out of it. And um, <laughs> Mr. John would have to tell us to quiet down, like, five times in ten minutes because we're, like, running around, like, you know, going to opposite sides of the room. And, like, just, I don't... I don't know. There's so many memories for me that I just, I can't really pick just one. For me, I think it was more about just the people and, like, everything. Everything that we've done together and the way that you guys have supported me. And, um, yeah, so that's that. So so can we look forward to crying tomorrow night? Um, I think, yeah, that's safe to say that, yes. <laughs> See, one, one of the advantages of having small class sizes is that you all get to speak at your graduation. And then we bring you back on Friday night as graduates, no longer graduating, but graduates, and, and you get to address the body. Yeah. And, and we think that's important here because it's the body who's made this free school possible for 20 years. And uh, I like to show them what they've gotten for their money, and they're always abundantly blessed. So uh, that's tomorrow night. Kimberly? Um. Um, like my favorite memory was also when we stood up. I mean, when we well, maybe like stayed, stayed up when we stayed <laughs> up late um, on the senior trip. Um, like I remember, I think the first night we were all so fascinated by Daniel because he never talks to us. <laughs> so, and we showed that to him, and so we were like standing outside his tent because he would not like he would close his tent and like try not to talk to us. But like we were like slowly getting him out of his shell, and and so that was a really nice time. Like. I remember I shared, like, so many things, and I shouldn't have shared them, but I still think about those things that I shouldn't have said. Um, but that was a really nice time, like, where we just, we, we were just, like, all, like, really trying to get to know each other, and that was really nice. Let me ask you a question. How many of you would say that you're shy? I know Daniel would. I don't know. You would, Aubrey, a little bit? You know, Kayla? Is it hard in a school where everybody knows everything about you? Is it hard oh to be shy? Was it, is it... No. Do you perceive like it's easier if you're outgoing? <laughs> Daniel? <laughs> I'm nervous to speak. <laughs> I think that because it, it's good in some ways, because everyone's so small, you, don't, you eventually get used to everyone being there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, but in some other ways, the, t the teachers and people in charge are so close to you that they're they're just so like they're like friends, so they don't care about putting you on the spot or doing things like that. So, okay. Aubrey, um, I think because I've been going here since kindergarten, so I have grown up with like everyone in this school. So I think like in school, like during school, I'm not that shy of a person because I already know all these people. 
but like out of school i definitely am more of a shy person but being in here and knowing these people it, it doesn't make me that shy okay michaela you're the other shy person yes so typically when i'm with people that i know and know their names and have been in the school for forever like what aubrey was saying like uh, I'm really not that shy, and I'm very outgoing and everything like that. But it's just, you know, meeting new people outside of school and, like, people go- coming to the church, like the, what are they called, the meeting meet groups? <laughs> okay, so, like, that stuff, like, I'm actually, like, super nervous to talk to people. Even though I've been coming here for forever, it's just, in that way, I'm kind of, like, shy. Okay, we're we're inside now for minutes. So, um, anybody you want to say thank you to, anybody you want to say hello to, on the program, go for it. Kitsali. Hi, mommy and daddy and Jasmine <laughs> and the Soto family and the Montreal and the Rojas and the Fries. We're a big family. I love you guys. Thank you for all of your support and everything. There's something sweet about a 17-year-old saying mommy and daddy. I love that, <laughs> Aubrey. Um, I wanted to thank all my teachers that are listening. Um, Keep it together. Sorry. Um, I just want to thank everyone for being super nice to us. And um, (laughs) it's good practice for tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to thank everyone for the teachers um, for just being there for us and. Because it's a small school, we can be really close to them, and they care about us. And it's, it's a really blessing. Like, eating fries with Mr. Scott. You can't do that at other schools. <laughs> um, so it's just really nice. Thank you. Um, I'm pretty sure none of them are listening, but in case their parents are, I want to give a shout-out to the kindergartners that I watched every week. I miss them so much. And also my grandma, because <laughs> I know she's probably listening with my family right now. And hi, Daddy. I know you're sitting right in front of me, but hi. <laughs> Solomon? Uh, I already said hi to the twins. Ben, if you're listening, uh, I hope you're awake by now. Uh, Dad, if you're on the way to or home from work, uh, hi. And uh, Mom, I know you're busy right now, but I uh, hope you're listening, so Hi. And to everyone else in my family, hi. I wanted to say hi to my brother Victor, even though he's definitely not listening. (laughs) Uh, Because he's away in basic training right now. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to thank everyone who pays for the school and the church. Bless your heart. Thank you. We wouldn't have this. Kira? Um, I don't know if my mom's listening, but if you are, hi, Mom. Um, Same thing that Aubrey was saying. Thank you to all the teachers who were listening. Um, And thank you to Pastor Ron and Mr. Sam and um, the class, because I love you guys. I'm not going to cry. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, also thank you to the teachers like like Mr. Scott and Pastor Juan and Mr. John and Miss Christina. They they are all so sweet to us. Um, And so I love them a lot. And um, I also want to say hi to my mom. And my dad and my brothers, Jacob and Benjamin, because I know, never mind, they just think, never mind, doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, That's it. Yes, uh, I'd like to thank my parents. Thank you, Mom and Dad, and my grandparents. Thank you, Grammy and Papa. Love you guys. Michaela, real quick. Hi, Mom, I love you. Hi, Dad, I love you. Hello, Shagels and Beans (laughs) and um, Titus. There you go, Vicky, and there you go. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Seniors. Thanks for coming on. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow, the date day edition of the program at 4 o'clock on AM 630 The Word. We'll see you then.
Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. 